This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Anytime you put back your yourself in Washington, D.C., you'll be killed. Book of Sniper, I know your home. You see, you live uh, the place where your home at. You live in a very lonely place. And the moment you arrive, I'm going to put a shot in your head. I'm going to burn your house down. I won't. I don't play. Robocalls and phone scams are a huge epidemic in this country, and most are merely annoying. But as you just heard, some are downright terrifying. That chilling call was made to Linda and William Webster. And if the name William Webster sounds familiar, it's because he once headed the FBI and CIA. Everyone is a target for scammers, from the average person right up to the most powerful people. From Commando.com, this is Commando On Demand, where we talk to industry movers and shakers and keep you up to date on everything digital. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. I'm Mike James. Kim's going to be with us in just a few moments. And on this episode of Commando On Demand, we'll be hearing from Linda and William Webster about their terrifying experience with that phone scammer. And we'll tell you about some steps that you can take to stop robocalls. Plus, we'll learn about a program that can beat scammers at their own game. Before we get to that, we'd like to recognize our partners who help make these Commando On Demand podcasts possible. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. All right, welcome back to Commando On Demand. We're talking about phone scammers today and robocalls. And in March alone, more than 5 billion robocalls were made. It's about 168 million calls a day, and most are simply annoying. There is also a growing number of phone scammers, some of whom can be very frightening. We spoke to William Webster, former head of the CIA and FBI, and his wife Linda, about their experience. Judge Webster himself almost fell prey to another phone scam. Bill and I are both over 60, so we're in that demographic that uh, receives a lot of scam calls, uh, I would say, almost daily nowadays. And routinely, uh, I, I, he's Mr. Nice Guy and, and, <laughs> and talks to them. And I, I have my antenna up and I usually get on the phone and tell them never to call back. And if they don't and if they don't heed my suggestion, then I get a little nasty. So usually they stop calling. 
Um, in this case, after multiple calls uh, uh, with with Bill, I this man who called himself David got me, and I just happened to be home. Uh, uh, I work full time, but I happened to be home with a with an electrician, and the guy started just being horrible with me, threatening me, um, offering to shoot my head off. Told oh me gosh! What my white, told me what the White House that we lived in would look like if the blood were all over it. And I, I was lucky to have the, the the workman there because I put the man, on, David, supposedly, on speaker, and he so I had a witness. And um, so I was a little shaky after that, but I, again, no stranger to law enforcement. I knew my life had been threatened, and I assumed it was being threatened internationally, but I didn't know for sure because he did seem to know I lived in a White House, and he did seem to know we were away the night before, and he had told us that he has operatives in California and in Maryland. So, uh, I, I, again, I know they sometimes play games with, with their victims. So, uh, you know, you try not to get over worried, overly worried, but I was concerned. So I, I immediately called the police. They came. We filed their police report. And then I was concerned enough to, I said, well, you don't have connection for the FBI for no reason. So I called the FBI <laughs> just to give them a well, just to give them a heads up, sure, uh, I, called the, sure. I, I called the CI as well, and both came immediately uh, to our, our assistance. Um, the CI was most concerned with, our, oddly enough, our security, so uh, helped us harden our home in the event that there really is somebody outside. And the FBI um, put surveillance there for several months outside the house that made us feel better. Um, but then the FBI said, look, let's try to get this guy. Um, they were, I think, a little incensed that their director had been threatened and his wife had been threatened. This is a serious problem for consuming public. Uh, most of, they follow a, a fairly consistent pattern. They congratulate you because you won something. And then what you have to do normally is come up with a substantial amount of money in order to cover taxes or other some other reason sufficient to why you should pay them first. And then they would have something in the, say, $15 million range that you yeah, may want if, if you work with them. That's kind of the pattern that yeah. they follow. With my burn phone, I acted as if I was starting to think about working with him as well. Um, and I, the main reason for my doing that was just to be able to talk to him about, um, to learn more about his operation, and also to say very firmly, do you know who you're talking to? Uh, right. Do you know who my husband is? Because neither Bill nor I wanted to entrap him, but we and we wanted him to know. And, and he was very cavalier about things. He, he told, I think, the FBI agent working on the case, John Gardner, he uh, I think it was John he spoke to, but he said, look, I, FBI and CIA won't find me. How long did you have to have these conversations continue? Uh, this started in 2014, uh, and it took a little while longer uh, than than obviously everybody would have liked because we found the man was you know, offshore. He was in Jamaica. Uh, while we have an extradition treaty with Jamaica, it's Jamaica, yeah, and right. our our FBI knew that if they made it known that they were looking at this guy, they felt fairly confident that somebody in the line there would would take them off, and we'd never see him again. 
So they decided to wait and wait and wait uh, until he went off the island or off, out of the country. And he started to go off on a cruise and for whatever reason canceled it. So we had to wait another year. Wow. But then, but then uh, the, the Christmas around Christmas, December 23rd of 2017, I got a call. Bill and I got a call from the FBI and, and they said, we've got a Christmas fr- present for you. <laughs> and we said, what is that? And he said, well, your, your guy, quote unquote, David, is on a plane to Newark. Uh, wow. with a friend, and uh, we're going to be there to meet him on the airplane as they land. Both Judge Webster and I did see an opportunity, and we we suggested to the FBI that if we were to move forward, and, and again, we know they have much bigger fish to fry than us, but if we were to move forward, we would do so under with the understanding and the promise from us that we would do what we're doing today, is try to talk to uh, the public to say this happens. If it happens to us, it'll happen to grandma. It'll happen to your parents. It'll happen to you someday. What would you recommend somebody do if they got a phone call like the one that you did, that you and the judge got? Well, they have a number of options, but of course, the option that we're familiar with is to call the FBI. Several of these uh, agencies have a code name for uh, this particular criminal activity. Um, I can't recall the one what the FBI had, but it wasn't an easy one to well, remember. And Three letters, I think. Well, the FBI has a website, uh, which I'll be happy to share with you. You probably know it already. It's called IC3.gov. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know, I, I love my FBI. We, they're our family. But I, one of the things we've tried to do is encourage them to take a look at that website. I mean, is it I with an E-Y-E? Is it C with an S-E-E? Or is it a three? <laughs> I mean, yeah, a, I, it would be so much more effective for all of us if it was just like, you know, get help now from the FBI.com, yeah, I mean, or whatever it is. Scan me or, yeah, yeah. So I, I, and I've mentioned that to the DOJ um Attorney General's office specifically. So I'm guessing that will be changed shortly. Plus, how many people, I mean, Bill's 95, so how many people his age are going to go onto a website? Correct. Um, I think they need to improve an 800 number and have a, a, a don't scam me, a report. The big problem with going to the FBI 800 numbers are taking all tips. So I think they need a more dedicated call line for scamming. So it'll make it easier for them as well to... Uh, to, to see where the scams are coming from. We're learning a lot about how they learn about their potential cu- victim or customer. Yeah. Uh, that's something I had not realized, but they could identify your house because they've got the space organizations, they Google get Earthlink, they yes. can go after things of that kind that give them a certain credibility. People say they, they, must, they must know us. They're not just put our name out of a of a uh, index someplace and so well there, and you know it, you bring up a good point judge because they're also going on folks social media profiles facebook twitter instagram mm-hmm. and they're pulling yes. some salient facts from there to say wait a minute you know your grandson little bobby who goes to purdue or georgetown he needs help as well so you know it's it's no longer just a telemarketing call trying to collect funds for the sheriff's office right i mean right right it's now it's it's pretty insidious and they're very clever and there's a lot of money uh the month of march there were some 5 billion robocalls that were uh in america i mean think about that number it's just astounding and it's not going to stop until folks like you and folks like me we start spreading the word to say you know what put the phone down don't fall for the scam, and maybe the money train will stop. 
Well, and even even Judge Webster got, almost fell for the the one you just talked about. You know, little grandson called, and somebody whoever was the caller held his nose and said, "I've been hit in the face, Grandpa. That's why oh, I'm funny. I I need money to get out of jail." And you know, I, I often say that Bill's generation, I mean, he's, he's a smart guy, but they're the trusting generation because they didn't grow up with all this scamming. They didn't grow up with things that you and I might know about on our phones and on our computers. So they 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 do think the worst is happening to somebody they love. And they I mean, Bill went down to um, Western Union a couple, three years ago because an old friend of his emailed him and said that she needed $500 because she lost her passport. And so again, it's very hard to fall for these things, especially if if you're older and have just not been exposed to this. We have to be helping each other. I mean, I'm a little bit younger than Bill and I'm a little less trusting uh, for the reasons we've just talked about because I'm used to having scammers in my phone and in my computer. But He's not. And so for those listeners out there, you you surely have elders in your life, be they friends or your family, somebody that is probably like my husband, a very smart person, very caring person, and is potentially going to fall for some of this because they just haven't been exposed. So a major reason that we're coming out with this is to say, you don't have to be a pest, but just be vigilant. So there you go. The former director of the CIA and FBI almost fell for a phone scam. Think about that for a moment. Scammers can pull information from your Facebook account and know what your house looks like by using Google Maps. So they can sound very convincing. As for the scammer threatening the Websters, he was recently sentenced to six years in prison. Coming up, we'll have some tips to rid yourself of these pesky robocalls. First, let's hear from one of our partners that helped make this Commando On Demand podcast possible. Hey, welcome back to Commando On Demand. As we've learned, some phone scammers can become very aggressive. As for robocalls, they're not dangerous, but they sure are annoying. And as many of you know, we hate robocalls here at Commando.com, but we can stop them with a few steps. First of all, use call blockers. A few mobile carriers already have or have announced that they are going to offer robocall blocking services. And to get some of these carriers to hotfoot it, the head of the Federal Communications Commission has been sending letters to the CEOs of phone companies ordering them to offer free call blocking with their service. And until then, you can visit the FCC's website for information and resources on available robocall blocking tools. Also, don't forget to get all the blocking apps that you can. You can also download and install call blocking apps. Nomo Robo lets the phone ring once, then identifies the caller. If the caller is a robot telemarketer, it automatically hangs up for you. It also blocks robotic calls that people report as illegal. So you won't miss a doctor's appointment reminder, a school call, or weather alert. TrueCaller lets you search for an unknown number to find out who it is. Another great value of TrueCaller is its ability to block spam calls. When a pesky telemarketer calls, there will be a big warning in red telling you that it's probably spam. Stop the calls before they start with the HIPAA app. This app is for both Apple and Android devices. It's been downloaded by 25 million people and identifies average of 400 million calls and has detected a billion scam threats. To block unknown callers, many phone companies allow you to block calls that don't show a number on caller ID. 
check with your provider to find out how to turn this on on your phone. Note, if somebody you actually know does call and blocks their outgoing number, their call won't make it through if you've turned on this feature. Also, you can not answer calls anymore. This is actually the easiest solution to eliminating robocalls. If you receive a call from an unknown number or one that doesn't show up on caller ID, you simply don't answer it. And if it's an important call, the person would leave a message and then you can call them back. Also, subscribe to the Do Not Call Registry. This move will stop some robocallers before they begin. If you're on the registry, it's illegal for many robocallers to call you. And after your number is on the registry for 31 days, you can report unwanted sales calls to the FTC. Also, you can simply hang up. If you answer the phone and the caller, often a recording, asks you to hit a button to stop receiving calls, simply hang up. Scammers often use these tricks to identify and target live respondents. Once they know the number is active, you're going to receive more calls in the future. Taking these steps will help cut back on the number of robocalls that you receive, and they could save you from falling victim to a scammer. Coming up, there's a program that gives robocallers a taste of their own medicine. It's hilarious, and you don't want to miss it. But first, we recognize our partners who help make this Commando podcast possible. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hello, this is Lenny. Hi, this is Sarah. How are you doing today? Uh, sorry, I, I can barely hear you there. I'm sorry. Hi, this is Sarah. How are you doing today? Yes, yes, yes. Now, I'm going to be extremely brief. So the reason for the call is, with mortgage rates at an all-time low, it looks like you may qualify to refinance your home at a much lower rate. I just need to ask you a few quick questions first, okay? I'll be very quick. We are speaking to the mortgage holder of the home, correct? Oh, good. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, great. So I just need to ask, is your house a mobile home? Oh yes, yes. Uh, someone, someone did did say last week. Someone did call last week about the same thing. Was was that you? Hey, welcome back to Commando on Demand. What you just heard was Lenny, and you might think he's a sweet, harmless old man who likes to talk a little bit too much, but you'd be wrong. Lenny is actually a computer. Lenny was designed to mess with those annoying phone scammers. And his goal is to waste as much of their time as they'd like to waste yours. Lenny was studied by a doctoral student and her professor in France. And they looked at how long he kept people on the line, how well he got them to interact with him, and even how many people were able to tell Lenny was a robot. Barry Schwartz is the CEO of Rusty Brick and founder of the search engine Roundtable. His company uses Lenny. And I talked to him about Lenny's effectiveness. 
we integrated Lenny into our PBX mm-hmm. uh, phone, phone system. Um, and one of our developers who was closely working on the, on the PBX in our company over the years said, um, you know, we get a lot of spam calls. We get a lot of calls actually from people thinking we're Google for some reason. Um, and it's literally nonstop, especially with people trying to say, could we outsource our programming to them? So he's like, do you want me to integrate this cool thing called Lenny? I'm like, sure, let's play around with it. So uh, it was really one of our programmers' ideas. Um, and we've been using it a lot. We used it a lot when he first implemented it. Um, but now I'm, I kind of feel bad using it so often. So I give people a lot of warnings before I, 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 we actually end up using it. But all the credit goes to one of our developers in our company that programmed our PBX within our platform, and he integrated this Lenny I guess, engine, whatever you want to call it. And the, well, kind of the rest is history, but I was actually just sharing this with a coworker this morning uh, about Lenny and how it works. But why don't you go ahead and if, if our, if our listeners haven't heard Lenny before, can you ta- kind of explain what it is and how it works? Yeah. So Lenny is basically um, uh, kind of like a robot, but it actually sounds like a really old man. So what happens is somebody calls you a cold call, a, spam call or whatever it might be, an unsolicited call. And those people really try to like get you to do something you don't want to do or just really waste your time um, and so forth. Or they're trying to like scam you onto something. And because of that, um, what Lenny is really designed to do is to kind of waste the time of that person who's calling you. So this way they're not on the phone with somebody else trying to scam somebody else. They just spend time talking to a, a robot that sounds really like an old man named Lenny. Um, so what you do is when you get this you know, unsolicited phone call, um, and you just know it's unsolicited and either be trying to steal your password using some Microsoft update or they're trying to buy, get you to buy something you don't want to buy, um, you say, hold on a second, I'll transfer you to the person who makes those decisions. His name is Lenny. And they said, sure, no problem. Great, thanks for transferring me. You transfer them to this um, this um, service called Lenny, and Lenny then goes ahead and literally will waste on average, around 15 minutes, 15 minutes of their time on the phone, um, sending around and like having a conversation with them as if it's a real person. And it takes them at least 15, 20 minutes on average for the person to actually realize it's not a real person on the other line. And the cool thing about it is actually it can record the whole thing. Um, so you can listen to it after, and it's, sometimes it's pretty funny. Well, how, how, how is this going to work? Uh, Well, this is going to work. You have to pay $100. Are you ready to pay $100 to me? Well, that 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 does sound good. I mean, you, you have been very patient with an old man here. And uh, it, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's something that, that I've been told that I should be looking at. Uh, um, my third eldest, Larissa, she, uh, I think I mentioned Larissa before. Yeah, yeah she, um, she says uh, that, that, that... You uh, shut up, you shut up, you shut up, you shut up, okay? Like this, but uh, it's Listen, just a matter hello? of what, Listen. you know, what, what is most appropriate hello? for, for uh, the, the time and I guess whatnot. Sorry, could you just hang on? <laughs> Lenny is uh, stealing hearts everywhere in the world and fighting fire with fire. I love it. We started this Commando On Demand podcast with a very dark and serious note about the havoc a criminal phone scammer can cause. And, of course, we ended up with our new best friend, Lenny, going after the pesky robocallers. And I'd like to thank our Commando On Demand guests, Linda and William Webster, for sharing their story. Barry Schwartz, of course, a CEO of Rusty Brick. And, of course, Lenny. Love listening to those calls on YouTube. 
Hey, before we go, let's hear how Kim's husband, Barry, reacted when we tried to spoof him from an anonymous number using a robocall voice. Now, it's important to note this robocall voice is actually Kim uh, digitally enhanced, shall we say. Hello. This is an urgent message from the FCC's universal licensing system. Your FCC license has expired. In order to legally operate a shortwave radio in the United States, you must have a valid FCC private operator license. Please have your license number and credit card available, and our next customer service representative will be happy to assist you to update your FCC license and make you in compliance. If you do not have your license available, our customer service technician will help you look up your license number. The typical hold time is less than two minutes. Please stay on the line for the next available representative. Hi, is this Barry? Yes. Hi, this is Lisa from the FCC, and I'm trying to reach out regarding the renewal of your FCC license. What, do you think my FCC license is expired? I showed it expired a few days ago. Yeah, well, my license doesn't expire until April 7th, 2025, and I'm looking at the license right now, and the FCC doesn't call because they don't care. If you don't renew, you don't renew, and there's no customer service line to reach out. So it's a bogus phone call. This is the new customer service department. We've actually started reaching out to customers who oh, recently really? expired so that we can yeah. assist them. So all yeah, I need my, is your credit card number. Expire. It does show that it expired. I'm in the universal licensing system yeah, right well, now. Yeah, well, it didn't expire. And this and is a I, bogus call. I just need a credit card number to get this taken you need care a credit of. Card number? I do, yes. How about this? this is a visa number. You ready? I am. Thank you. 4818-BULL... I'm sorry, but I don't think that number is going to work. (laughs) I'm America's Digital Pro, Kim Commando. Now, I hope you got as much as podcasts as we did here in the studios, putting it all together. That's one of the perks of working here, that we get paid to learn, and then we share that knowledge with you. Okay, your part is to pay it forward. It's free, so why not share this podcast, like it, and listen, if you have a topic that you'd love for us to explore and investigate, just let us know. And heck, if you have a question about something digital I can help you with, call 602-212-0058. Leave me your question and your contact information. That number again, 602-212-0058. I'll talk to you then. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. 